Real Relevant Radio, Kingfisher FM. Good day. You are tuned to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk-Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise with Vernon DeFoss and Ethan Black. The show that helps you make quality decisions and thrive. Unpack your future and make it better every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. right here on 107.5 FM. Wonderful again to have Vernon DeFoss from Risk-Free Solutions in studio. Vernon, you well? Yes. Very well, and good to be back in studio. Thanks, yeah. Ethan. Yeah, we had a great chat last week talking about um, the costs uh, around uh, wrapping up your estate. Yeah, well, Lots of people asking about that. So uh, we'll actually upload that, and you can go and check it out and listen to that audio again. Uh, thanks to Mario. Yeah, and I think maybe at a later show we'll maybe just unpack that a bit further because I think there's still a lot we can talk about as far as expenses within the estate goes. Yeah. But I've got one of I've got uh, one of my senior advisors in fact he's not only an advisor he's a manager within our business Windre Cummings back in studio good to have Windre here welcome Windre hi Vernon how yeah, how's it, fantastic man? to be back now great man thanks for having me back in the studio cool. yeah yeah so so Windre is going to talk about what is your greatest asset what do you consider as your greatest asset and um, I think for everybody out there it might be different but Windre's take on it's very interesting and obviously it's to do with uh, financial planning and the importance of financial planning and the importance of putting certain things in place. So, Windre, maybe over to you. Thanks, thanks, Ethan. Thanks, Vernon. Well, I'm going to start this afternoon with uh, with a story, as we normally do on the show. And the story is one of my clients, one of my first clients, in fact. I'm not going to divulge his name, Ethan. I'm just going to call him Mr. C for now. So, um, so C, a client of mine, and we've done the normal process, Vernon, as we normally do, financial planning process. And I made certain recommendations to Mr. C. One of these recommendations was for him to secure his ability to earn an income. But unfortunately, this was not a priority for him at that stage. And this happens a lot to us as financial advisors. You guys would know that you're sitting with a client, but it's not their priority. They're not there right there. And it's our job to to walk a road with them, you know, to educate them on what's important in life with regards to financial planning. So unfortunately, like I said, it was not a priority for Mr. C to buy that product at that stage. But as life would happen, unfortunately he developed a type of disability so i did mention it to you once ethan um mr c developed the eye disorder where he could not perceive depth so he didn't know if you vernon was sitting a meter away from me or if you were five meters away from me and this made things quite difficult because he was a driver he was a forklift driver mm. you know and that could be quite dangerous you know I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So needless to say, um, he was diagnosed with this disorder and the company said, I mean, you were a danger to, to us and he was too old also to be retrained in a different in a different job, you know. So medical boarding was the only other option <clears throat> for this client. So like I said, essentially his depth perception was lost and, and that really affected his ability to do his job. Um, and then he was medically boarded. Um, needless to say... 
that his inability to do his job came at a massive cost to him, you know. Um, the stand his standard of living that he set for his family took a massive drop because he could no longer work. He was now at home. Uh, fortunately for him, his wife earned a good salary, a good enough salary. So what happened was with the bond repayment, she took over that bond repayment. So at least they couldn't, they didn't lose their family home. But however, he had no alternative but to use his emergency funds. He had to stop his, his annuities to now fund his treatment because when he was bored, he had no medical aid and he had to use his, his savings to, um, for his treatment and his rehabilitation and so forth. And going to a government hospital was not an option for him. He said no. He will rather use his savings to, to, um, to fund his treatment. So that was also a, a poor Obama for, for Mr. C. Shame. Um, so, no, can I can I ask? Yes, yes. So, um, I mean, that's that's a you know, I would never even have thought of my eyes being a problem, and then if they something happens, I think that that's a very uh, easy thing to go wrong. Um, when someone's medically boarded, do companies then sort of cover a person? Uh, is it general practice, or are you just left out to your own? Yeah, so so I think every company is different. I mean, uh, as you know, some companies might have certain things in place to take care of um, of the employees if something like that does happen. But a lot of companies don't have anything in place. So we know from uh, the minimum requirements as far as employment goes, you've got to do the unpaid or, you, or you've got to pay the sick leave. Yeah. So once the sick leave is done... You know, it becomes very difficult, especially the financial position of a small business in particular or, or, or a company that does not offer benefits. So, 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 so the reality is it depends which company you are working for and what they offer to their staff. So that, that is the, the reality of the situation. So, so maybe a, a good, um, when you're doing this financial plan, this discussion, a good practice for a client is to say, let me find out what I have at my company. Correct, correct. Yes, and I think that's what Wendray did. So Wendray followed that financial planning process, and that's why he advised the client from a disability point of view, you're exposed. If something does happen, there's nothing in place. So this is something we need to look at. This is an area of concern. And um, as Wendray mentioned, maybe for the client out there thinking, okay, I know it's an area of concern, but I'll... I'll I'll leave it for later. I'll I'll yeah. I'll address that issue at a later stage. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't go according to to plan, and uh, his eyes started giving problems. Yeah, and a lot of times affordability is also a problem. You know, so not only a priority for the client, but but from affordability aspect, it's not it's not uh, affordable for the client. But um, things. You know, um, 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 maybe maybe let's just stop this. So maybe I just want to say to the listeners out there, it's so important this. Because affordability is a massive thing. I mean, we know things are tough. Yeah, you know, yeah. cost of living is going up. I mean, petrol went up last night. Electricity, Electricity went up. Is, yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot involved here. But the building blocks of your financial plan should always be looked at it from this point of view. What is that? Number one, if anything should happen to you, number one, make sure your family is taken care of. So we're talking about death. If you should die, make sure all the debts paid and your family can at least be able to maintain a certain standard of living. Number one building block. And you have a will. And you have a will. Right. And, and all that goes with that. The second thing is what Wendra was talking about. 
that ability to earn money, protect it, ensure that ability to earn money. And I'm thinking Wondra is going to talk about that now. Uh, what is your most valuable asset? Maybe yeah. you want to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so I mean, things could have been so different, Ethan, if, if, if um, planning in, in this event could have been, um, was a priority for this client, but unfortunately it wasn't, it wasn't his priority. Um, so when we sit back and we think about insurance products, um, and especially disability insurance, is that a priority for us? Is that on top of the list? In some cases, not. It's sometimes, in some cases, not um, a major priority. But it should be because it's part of the building blocks. Yes. Even yes. something. Yes. Yes. And that's why I'm asking the question, why isn't it? Why isn't planning in the ability of losing your income a priority for, for a, lot of, a lot of people, a lot of clients? And how can protecting your ability to earn an income not be important enough for you to protect? Yeah. Why, why, why don't we do that? You know, uh, you know and we'll break now, but um, we, we will insure our car, but we won't think to insure our body. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Because a car we can touch. Yeah. We can look at, we can get in, it can it serves a purpose, it takes us from point A to point B and we can visualize if we don't have that car, we can't get to point A and point B, which I mean it's important to have it and yeah. it's important to insure it. But how about visualizing something different? If I'm unable to work, yeah, how will I afford what I'm currently affording? I if mean, my physical car backs up hundred percent. I've got problems. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. All right. We'll break away. Back in a moment. Risk-free solutions in studio with us this afternoon. Hope Radio. Kingfisher FM. Your motivation station. This is Kingfisher FM. Talking about making good, sound financial decisions this afternoon. Thanks for tuning into Kingfish FM with Risk Free Solutions, Werner DeFoss and uh, Windray in studio with us, giving us some insights into, uh, I think, building context and uh, sort of putting stories out there to help us understand what's our most valuable asset. Correct, and I'm getting to that in a moment. Um, so the question remains to everybody out there how can you protect your ability to earn an income? as well as your ability to get up in the morning and enter into the workspace. How can you protect this ability? In simple terms, ability means being able to do a task or to perform a function. And the exact opposite is a disability, which means your inability to perform this task and this function. You know? Well explained. Yeah. And in my opinion, this is your most valuable asset, being able to work and make money. Bottom line, for me, that's the most important thing. Mm. Be able to get up in the morning, get in my car, and go to work and earn a living. That I can pro- that I can uh, bring money home for my family at the end of the month. For me, that's that's most yeah. important. And and work's not a not <coughs> a um, uh, work was there before sin entered the world. So work, work's not a punishment. Of you course, know? No, no, work's, work's actually a blessing. A blessing. Yeah. Work is a blessing. Gives yeah. you purpose. Gives you meaning, yeah. and uh, enables you to bless and, others. And maybe on that, just interesting for the listeners out there. How do you quantify what Wendra has just said? So if you think about how old you are now, and you look at what your gross earnings is now, and you times that by twelve, so you get a year's income, and you times that year's income by the amount of years you have to retire and you quantify that, that'll actually give you a very good idea of what your ability is worth. Because I think you'll, you'll, you'll be very surprised to see that your ability is actually worth a heck of a lot of money if you quantify that, if you project mm-hmm. that going forward. 
Uh, yeah, even if you're earning ten grand, even if you're earning ten thousand, and you put inflation into that, and 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 you look at what that ability is actually worth, it's very interesting. Mm. And that's, I guess, how they would work it out too. If they said to you, "Okay, you need this," you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And carry on, one. So, so, so in my discussion with a lot of people, I normally ask them, you know, what's what's important to you? What is you? What would you consider as being your most valuable asset? And a lot of people say to me, "Our, our home." Our, 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 the family home, it's, that's our biggest asset. Or they say, I've got this jewelry that I bought, this jewelry is so expensive, this is my most valuable asset. Or other people will say they the cars, they're vehicles. Yeah, if, if you're a young man, you'd say, yo, that uh, VW outside is my the most tinted valuable, windows, valuable <laughs> position. <laughs> yeah. Those mag wheels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but I beg to differ, Vernon and Ethan. Um, yeah, especially if a family almost bonded, you know, or you still have credit agreements with the jewelry and with with the vehicle that vehicle that you have, you know, um, and those things can be replaced. To be honest, but your ability to earn a living, your ability to get up every morning, go to work, uh, can that be replaced? You know. Um, so your ability to go into the marketplace and, in essence, make money needs to be insured. That's that's the bottom line. So a popular illustration that I often use with my clients when I speak to them is something called a money printing machine. You know, I mean, this sounds a bit far-fetched, but if, if you guys in the lessons can just go with me on this one. So if you maybe somewhere, somehow, found this money-making machine, and this money-making machine could print money for you every month so you could decide you can punch it in I want X amount on the 25th or I want X amount on the 1st or the 15th whatever amount or ever date that you put in the machine every month this machine prints money for you and and this money wouldn't be fake money this would be genuine the genuine article proper legal rand notes you know and wouldn't you think that this money making or money printing machine would be your most valuable asset i would certainly think so mm. i would think yeah, so. so so what you're saying is on the first of every month you can choose when you so, so let's let's for this example say it's the first yeah, on the first yeah. of every month i go to this machine it gives me call it a certain amount of money yeah, and all exactly. of a sudden if it does it every month on the first all of a sudden my lifestyle is at Correct. this level because Correct. of this income coming in. Yeah. And don't you want to insure that machine? Don't you want to protect that machine? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would do it. I would do it. So Vernon and Ethan and to the listeners out there that enter the marketplace every single day, you guys are these money-making machines. Yes. So, so maybe let's take it one step further. Let's make it really practical. Okay. Okay, let's make it practical. Let's say that money machine gives you 10,000 rand a month. Let's, let's just use the figure 10,000 Rand. On the first of every month, that money machine gives you 10,000 Rand. Now, as I mentioned, your lifestyle's at that level of earning 10,000 Rand a month, and you start to think about the following. What if somebody in the neighborhood heard about my money machine? Sure. Or what if my kids were playing, and they knocked my money machine, and my money machine fell and it broke? What would happen then? So here's the deal. I go to you and I say, listen, you've got this money machine. I will insure your money machine for 10% or for 5%, let's say 5% of the value of the 10,000 Rand. So you give me 500 Rand every month. You give me 500 Rand every month. If that machine should break, if that machine should be stolen, I will be responsible to give you your 10,000 Rand every month. 
Ethan, I'm looking at you now. Would you do it? I would do it. <laughs> And I think that's what you're trying to say, Wendell. Exactly. That's what you're trying to say. Your ability to earn money is that money machine. And that ability uh, to lose um, that ability of yours through death, through disability. Specifically disability. Illness. Illness is is real. So take a portion of what you earn and buy insurance so that if that should happen, that you can still earn that income. That's what we're saying, isn't it? I have a question. Yeah. Well. So I'm a, ha- a housewife or a student. Do I qualify? Of course you do. Yeah, obviously, when we talk about, and, and I think this is important, this is very important, it's a good question. So from a disability point of view, uh, and especially in South Africa, uh, the fact that you can get up and work and you can earn an income means you need to look at disability insurance. And we can ensure that disability at the level of income that you are earning or very close to it. If you are a housewife or you're a student, you can take out, but there are limits in place. There are limits in place because your, your income is not quantified. We can't quantify it. So there are limits. So the answer, as Wendra so rightly said, yes, you can, but there are limits in place. So that's why you would have the discussion and uh, talk to financial planner and say, okay, I'm not disqualified over here. I, I also stand a chance because I add value. Of course. Of course, 100%. Mm. 100%. And I mean, the insurance companies and the law out there understands what you've just said. Therefore, they've put those limits in place. They're not just saying no. Cool. Yeah. So, so, so this, we look at two types of disability. We look at a, a capital disability, so in other words, uh, an amount that we pay if something does happen, if you are permanently disabled, so in other words, you won't be able to do your, your, your employment, you are permanently disabled, we will pay out a lump sum to you, and that lump sum you would use to be able to cover all your debt and invest the balance and earn the income. So that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is the income way, where we insure your income. Yeah. Again, there are legislation, there are rules in place based on legislation of what limits you allowed. Um, and we will look at that in the financial planning process. We would then pay you a, a monthly income, either for the rest of your life or until retirement. The nice thing about the income benefit, and especially the one that we look at, is that it's got built-in temporary disability. So that if something does happen and you are temporarily disabled, you could earn an income during that that stage of disability till you are okay, till you're fine, and then the income would would then stop, and then you would carry on working. Cool. So there are various aspects, uh, and I mean we're touching on the theme of disability and the theme of have you realized, have you thought about what is your most valuable asset. Mm. And, and, and we're trying to get the listeners out there to think about that and, and to say, well, you know, this is my position. Uh, maybe it's something I should look at because uh, I haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about it. And I think the, the, the approach and the process is very important because you mentioned it earlier. Does my employer offer me any type of benefit? Because you also don't want to be buying things when you have things in place. Of course. Sir. And and if your employer is offering you some type of benefit, what's the value of it? Yeah. Quantify it. Yeah. So that I can then make a decision of what 
extra I need or if I do need extra. Yeah. But that's the point of departure, really and cool. truly. Ask the question before, not after yeah, something yeah. has happened. But, but if you're a business person out there, and, and this uh. is maybe uh, very important, if you're a, a business person out there, and there's a lot of business people out there where your business relies heavily on you as the person. Mm-hmm. And chances are you probably not part of a pension fund or a or a, a group cover you have to provide all this for yourself if you have not looked at this for yourself do it do it mm. it's very, Even very commission important. commission earners commission are earners do it important yeah. cool we're going to land it there if you want to um connect with vernon or with Windray, or with any one of the team from risk-free solutions give them a shout you can go online just punch it into google search uh, risk-free solutions and uh yeah, They'll thanks. Be happy to assist. Thanks for your time, guys, and uh, we look awesome. forward to connecting again next week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk-Free Solutions, an accredited old mutual agency franchise. Tuning weekly to the show that leads the way so that no one gets left behind. Every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. right here on 107.5 FM. Your inspiration station. It's Kingfisher FM.